Thank you so much for joining us today on episode number 228 of the Real Life Runners podcast. Today we have a special treat. We are doing a brand new three-part live training. And today we want to share with you the audio from day one. This was such a powerful training and we are so thankful to everyone that joined us in this training It was super fun to interact with you live, and there's still time for you guys to get in on this. So if you haven't signed up yet, head over to realliferunners.com forward slash live, and you can still sign up for parts two and three of our training this week. Our next two live sessions are December 7th and December 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can still get in. And if you want, you can also go back and watch this replay. If you want to see the video and our actual our actual presentation, we have all of that for you on the replay page that you will be directed to as soon as you sign up. So head over to realliferunners.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E, and you can sign up for our three-part live training today so that you can discover the three essential ingredients that you need to improve your running, achieve your goals, feel amazing in the process, and do everything you want and live the life that you love, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. You guys listen to this podcast. You get it. It's about more than just running. But we really want to run faster and longer too, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Yes, it's about living a better life, but it's also about running harder, running longer, running faster without injury so that we can feel good and achieve those goals, all right? And that's really what we are helping you understand and go deeper on this week during our three-part live training. Again, head over to the website, realliferunners.com to sign up today. So here is the recording from our day one broadcast. Enjoy. Um, all right, let's get, let's get rolling on this. Okay. So three essential ingredients for your running success. This is part one. Okay, guys, this is a three part live training series. We are super excited to be going through these with you so that we can help you run faster and longer without injury. So you can achieve your running goals and live the life that you want to live. That's what it's all about here, right? That's what it's about. So we're starting today. Today we're going here on Thursday and then we're back next Tuesday, next Thursday, three days of live training coming at you. All right. All right. So we want to start out by just like asking if any of these things sound familiar to you. We want to kind of figure out why you're here today. Okay. So do any of these things sound familiar? Number one, have you ever felt confused about, let me see, I have to make sure I'm admitting people here. Do you ever feel confused because you want to improve your running, but you feel like you just don't know exactly what to do? Yeah. Or maybe you, you know, you're running, but you feel like you're not actually getting anywhere. It's the dreaded runner's plateau of, I keep going out there and doing this stuff, but I'm not getting the progress that I want. That that's always a popular one. Maybe you're feeling drained because you've struggled with injury or inconsistency for months or even years. You know, you feel like you're just not making the progress that you want to make. Yeah. Or it's, it's these other feelings, the feelings of guilt. Oh man. The guilt that you head out and actually go for a run and you leave your family behind or the feeling that you are staying with your family and you're leaving your training behind. It's guilt one way or the other. Right. Cause I feel like this is one of the things that I really want to hone in on here because I know that this was definitely my story. Like it was the guilt for taking either time away from my family or missing my run, missing the training. It's like a lose-lose situation that we find ourselves in. Has Have any of you ever felt that way? Let us know in the chat. All right. The other thing is doubt, right? A lot of runners have doubt in their abilities. Right. The, the doubt that even if you put in the effort into your training, that you're actually going to get somewhere with it, that you're not really making the progress because you're not sure how much progress you can actually make. You're not sure how good you can get. Right. Or have you ever felt like you're lacking motivation, right? Signing up for races or needing running buddies to help keep you accountable so that you'll actually do it. You know, we, we hear this from a lot of runners that they just, they need to find more motivation. If that is you, let us know in the chat if any of these things resonate with you. Because what we want you to know today, the whole point of this training is that we want you to know that transforming your running is possible. It's completely possible when you do the right things here. Yeah, hundred percent. So the question really is beyond those feelings of, of guilt and doubt and, and all of that and the confusion, how would it feel if you could actually run consistency? 
run with some consistency, run without pain and actually make the progress, get off of the plateau. Mm -hmm. How would it feel for you to run longer without getting tired so easily or needing those unplanned walking breaks that just make us feel like failures? Yeah, what if you could run faster than you ever thought possible? What if you could find potential that you didn't realize even existed and running could be so much faster and more fun than, than you've had in years? How would it feel if you could wake up every day with a sense of purpose, knowing that you feel strong and fit and healthy you feel confident in your abilities and your identity as a runner. There's a lot of people out there that doubt their identity. They're like, you know, I, I run, but I'm not really a runner or I'm a slow runner, right? What if you felt like I am a runner and I am in charge of my running and my life? Yeah, hundred percent. What if you run because you love your body and you want to take care of it, not because you hate your body and you have to change it. Right. Like you go out because you're confident in what you're bringing to the table and you want to go out and make it the best possible, not because you have to go change it. Right. Because I think that a lot of us get into running because we want to get in shape. We want to be more fit. We want to maybe lose some weight. We need to change something about our body or we want to prove something to ourselves. But what if you just ran because you love yourself because you loved your body. You wanted to take care of it and do what's right for it. That is what we want to help you guys learn and what we want you to have by the end of this live training. Okay. We want you to know that all of this is possible. If you have the right ingredients to, to create the results that you desire, we want you to know how to feel amazing and train in a way that is right for you. Right. Because runners aren't just doing all of these different things. They think completely different. They've set themselves up for success. So they're not just checking off boxes on a list of things that they have to do. They actually live a different running lifestyle for their most running success. Right. So what we want you guys to understand is that training with a purpose, that is the secret ingredient to run faster and longer without injury so that you can feel amazing and live the active and healthy life that you desire. Okay. We're Angie and Kevin Brown. We haven't really introduced ourselves yet. Okay. Hi there. Um, we're the creators of the Real Life Runners Training Academy and podcast, and we are runners, we are spouses, and we are parents. And together, we have a pretty interesting perspective. So I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I've been helping runners rehab and prevent injury for almost 15 years. And I am a high school coach and teacher. I've been coaching and teaching cross country and track for the same amount of time, about 15 years of experience. Right. And we're both runners, like we said, and we have transformed our lives and our running to get amazing results. And we've also been coaching other athletes to get amazing results in their running and also in the rest of their lives. And today, what we want to do is help you get clear on exactly what is holding you back from the success that you want in your running. Okay, we want to get clear on those problems like inconsistency or injury or plateau that plague so many runners. And we want to show you how to solve those problems once and for all. So before we move on, let us know in the chat, what is the number one thing that you've come here today for? Okay, what is the number one problem that you want to solve? If you had a magic wand and you wanted to solve something about your running, what would that be? Let us know because we want to make sure that if you guys are giving your most precious resource to us, your time over the next three days, that's today, Tuesday, and next Thursday, we have three days of training planned for you. And if you are going to give us your time, we want to make that time worthwhile for you. So let us know in the chat, what do you hope to get out of this training? What, by the end of this training, if you could have that one thing, what would it be that would make all of this worthwhile for you? All right. We're going to wait for you guys to give us some regain motivation. Thanks, Denise. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Dawn says, back in Achilles injury, one whole year since I ran properly. I've been out for two times, run, walk this week. I'm determined to get back. Awesome. Determination is such an important characteristic, Dawn. That is one of the things that running definitely helps to teach us. I'm just excited that Dawn's back and not waiting for the new year. I'll start as soon as it hits yeah. January. No, you're back. You're back now. I've been out twice this week on a run walk. That's fantastic. Yeah. Antoinette, how to run faster and for a longer distance. Awesome. 
who else is with us today? If you guys are joining us live, if you are not able to type because you're running or driving, we understand. But if you are able to type, please chat with us. That's what's going to make this live event so worthwhile, right? Interaction. Let us answer your questions. Let us help you. We are here. Sarah, to have a more realistic goal for how much to push myself and what to expect. Awesome. Denise, I want to do another half marathon. Fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Keep them coming, guys. Let us know. Why are you here? What do you want to gain? Marilyn, get back into running after three months off. Awesome. Yes. Those are awesome goals, guys. And we're going to help you with all of those things in this training. All we need you to do is stay open. Okay. We're going to present some things over the course of these three trainings that may be a little different than what you've heard before. Okay. So we're going to ask you to just stay open, stay coachable, keep your an open mind to what we have to offer you because we know that this stuff works. We know the secret ingredients. We have the system, the method, the plan to help you get where you want to be. And we're going to show you all of that during this training. Colin, establish a training plan that allows for more recovery. Seven-day plans don't seem to work for me anymore. Yeah, seven-day plans. <laughs> I like that. Uh, seven-day plans have a, a time and a place. And yeah. I, I don't have an issue with a plan that revolves around a week. I just have an issue with plans that revolve around running on every single one of those days yeah. for most people. Right. So, okay. So let's get into some of the problems that face so many runners and let us know if if you, if any of these sound like you, okay, Benny wants to be able to run a full marathon. That is fantastic. Guys, we can help you with all of those goals. Just stay open, stay with us. Okay. So let's talk about a lot of the problems that a lot of runners face. Okay. So in all the years that we've been working with runners and then obviously being runners ourselves, we have found that so many runners struggle with one of these things. Okay. Number one, inconsistency. And that can be due to multiple things. But the number one thing I think is injury and pain, right? 100%. Injury and pain is something that plagues so many runners. And it's one of those things that you're kind of unsure, right? Should I keep pushing through this pain? Is it going to make it worse? Is it going to, is it okay to push, right? We're kind of unsure. And then a lot of runners just are told to ignore it, right? We just ignore it, pretend it's not there and hope it's going to go away, right? Like, and that's just one of the things that we do as runners, because we don't want to acknowledge that little area of weakness. And then it just becomes bigger and bigger until we have to take time off or we have to go to rehab or we have to see a doctor and that's never any fun. Right. Because the injury and pain, because you're never quite sure what is that level that I can push because there are parts of running that are uncomfortable, but then there's parts of running that are actual pain that's going to lead to an injury. Yeah. Linda says preventing injuries. Each time I run, I have new random pain, shin splints, knee pain, ankle pain. Yeah. Denise, I have a lot of knee pain. Yes. We are going to help you guys. I'm a physical therapist. I know exactly what you need to do. Don't oh, worry. Stick I know with the us. knee pain. <laughs> Stick I with know us. the knee I've pain. Already, I've already cured this guy of his knee pain. So we're good to go. All right. Another thing that plagues runners like and causes inconsistency is that lack of motivation. Oh, 100%. That's why you have to keep signing up for races. That's why everybody hit that year where all the races disappeared. And some people got into running and some people completely fell out of running because they're like, oh, but if I don't have a race to sign up, then how do I know what I'm going to supposed to train and how do I keep going? That motivation is big, big on the inconsistency. Yeah, for sure. Another, the other thing that causes inconsistency is not having enough time. People think that they don't have enough time. It's one of the things that we hear all the time with runners of like, I don't have enough time to do my strength training. I don't have enough time to get my runs in. I don't have, I'm too busy with my life and we get it right. We're parents too. We have two beautiful girls that are 12 and nine. They are the light of our lives. We are a very family centered, um, individuals here, you know, like our family is our priority. So we understand it. And I totally get the mom guilt thing. There is, I don't know so much about the dad guilt because there's dad, dad, dad guilt. Okay. But mm-hmm. there's definitely mom guilt, right? And you feel like you always want to give, give, give of yourself and do everything for everybody else. And you end up putting yourself on the back burner and you don't end up not having enough time to do the things for yourself. And so that is definitely something that plagues a lot of runners. So you've got lots of reasons for inconsistency, but you also have this plateau that runners get stuck on where they seem to keep putting in the work and they're just not progressing anywhere. And it leads to a lot of confusion and really frustration because you're just not even sure what to do to get off of that plateau. How do I keep getting to the next level? And a lot of runners resort to just pushing really, really hard. Yeah. So if you guys had to choose one of these things that's on this list, what would you say is your biggest struggle that you have faced over the last 
you know, year or the last couple of years um, since you started your running journey? I think we've got a few injuries popping up already. Yeah, we already have some injuries for sure. I know I've, I've lived with a few of these different ones from time to time. That's, Mm -hmm. that's why we're here to train help because we've, we've been through these. We've experienced all of them. You know, we've helped hundreds of athletes through all of these problems, right? We've had the, the gift and the blessing of being able to help other runners to get through these things and to show them that there's a better way to train. There's a better way to achieve your running goals. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. We promise you that. Sarah, making time for strength training and mobility things. Yeah. Yep, All right. Enough time. So because of a lot of those struggles, it can lead runners to doing some things that we like to call running mistakes, right? A lot of people, you're, when you don't have enough time, when you don't have that motivation, a lot of people sign up for races to try to create that motivation and accountability, right? Or they're just constantly pushing really hard because they're stuck on the plateau. So all they do is just really just push and push and push and ignore the whole recovery because they got to somehow get off the plateau. Right. People that say that they don't have enough time are often making excuses or prioritizing other things above their running. Right. And and that's not we're not saying that, you know, excuses are a bad thing. There's reasons, right, that you want to prioritize other things. But when you keep pushing the running and yourself to the back burner, you know, it's going to come back to haunt you in some way. Then if you're trying to figure out how do I fit it all in, what people are looking for is some magic cure. And so you tend to start searching the internet and trying to find this little thing that might work or that little thing that might work without any uh, sort of big picture of how they all fit in with each other. You just keep trying to find this one little area that might be the thing that breaks through for you. Right. And that really links to the next thing of trying to find tips, tricks, or hacks to make their running better. Okay. Like we don't do that here. We are not here to give you like the tiny little tips and hacks and those kinds of things. We want to actually help you to make real change in your running, in your life. We want to give you sustainable, long-term longevity in your running. We want you to be able to run for the rest of your life if you want to, for as long as you want to be a runner. That's what we are here to do. We're not here to give you the quick fix, the short-term fix for short-term results, okay? We're looking long-term here. Yeah, I 100% follow different runners on social media, but I don't do it so that I can pick up the tips and tricks and hacks from them. I do it for other reasons that I can connect with other runners and feel that camaraderie, not for the quick fix. Right. So, um, and finally, the last mistake we see a lot of people doing are joining running groups on Facebook to just find motivation, right? They feel like they just need that motivation so much that they need some sort of accountability like races or other people to help them find that accountability. And, you know, that stuff just doesn't work. Like we said, if you want long-term sustainable success, this is bigger than that, right? The big reason that people are making these mistakes is very simple, right? They don't have a bigger purpose. They're not clear on why they're doing all of this in the first place. And that's why training with a purpose is the only way for you to run faster and longer without injury, without pain, so that you can love running again, feel amazing and create sustainable change in your running in in your life. And if you're missing that one essential ingredient, that secret ingredient, then that guilt is going to continue to keep you stuck. That lack of motivation is going to continue to keep you inconsistent. You're going to have guilt for taking time away from your family or guilt for not getting your run in, right? Knowing that you can do better and then just feeling guilty or shameful that you just can't seem to get there. And so that leads us to that point. Well, you know, something's got to change here. That's why you signed up for this training. And that's what we want to help you with today. Right. So you may think that you've you figured it out, that you have your purpose, but th- that purpose is a little different. It's not the same thing as training for a race. Oh, that's my purpose. I've got a half marathon on the schedule. That's not your running purpose. It's not the same thing as my purpose is just to push as hard as possible. That's not your running purpose. It's bigger than that. Right. Because a lot of people think that they want to run faster or they want to run longer. And those are fantastic things. But why do you want to do that? Right. That's not really the purpose. Like, sure, that is the surface level purpose, but it goes, it goes deeper than that. Right. 
it's not the same thing as running because you don't like your body or you feel like you have to burn off what you ate or burn off the stress of the day. That's not a purpose. It's also not sacrificing other areas of your life and then beating yourself up because you feel like you have to run every day. If I want to get better, I just have to run more. I have to run every day. I have to continue to increase my mileage. I have to continue to push the pace. Those are not the reasons that you want to run. Those are not the reasons, those aren't the things that are going to get you better in your running. And those are the things that people so much cling to of, I have to train harder. I've got this race. I have to get out there. And it leads to burnout. It leads to the guilt. It leads to not finding time of, oh, the time disappeared that day. No, didn't you didn't make the time for it because your purpose was not deep enough. You didn't ask the next question, that why question that gets you to the next level. Yeah. Well, and like what Antoinette said, I think this is a perfect example. I found that it got harder to run the same distance and my time was getting slower. I lost my motivation, right? When you don't see yourself progressing and when you feel like you're declining, it makes sense that you would lose motivation, right? Like we like as humans to see progress. We like to know that when we're putting in the effort, we're going to get something for that effort, right? We put in the effort, we get results. And that is the way that running should be. It's one of those beautiful things that when you put in the work, you get results, but you have to do it with a very clear purpose behind everything that you do. Okay. And that's why getting clear on your purpose and on the life that you want to live first will give you the results. Okay. So many people have this backwards. They want to be able to run faster and longer first so that they can have the health or the lifestyle or the results of an accomplished runner. That's what leads a lot of people to feel like they have to prove something to themselves or prove something to somebody else or that by achieving this running milestone, I'm going to prove to myself or other people that I am a runner. And what we're telling you is that that's backwards, right? You need to create that lifestyle first. You need to give yourself that purpose first, actually accept that identity of runner and start to create the lifestyle that you want to live first. And then you're going to get the results. All right. So let's go back for a second. here. Okay. Why is it that you got into running? Why are you a runner in the first place? It probably is related to taking care of your body. Somewhere in the start of all of this is a connection to health and wanting to be a healthy version and a good, like physical version of your own body. And then you also know that there's a mental side of running, right? You want to be the best mental version of yourself. You want to be the best version of yourself, right? And running is a fantastic way to do this. Running is a great way to improve our fitness. Let's look at the research, right? Let's look at the trends. Running actually helps you live longer and healthier. There's a study out there that showed that runners actually live about three years longer than non-runners, right? Like who doesn't want to live a longer life, right? But it's also, you know, about some of the other health markers, like improving our cardiovascular fitness. It improves bone health. It strengthens your muscles. It actually improves your joint health as well, right? That's the best one. I know everybody thinks that running is bad for your knees, right? Have you ever heard that, you know, running is bad for your knees from very well-meaning individuals very in our well-meaning lives? Very non-runners in our lives. <laughs> right. But actually one study found that runners actually have a lower incidence of knee arthritis versus non-runners. The problem is when people train improperly, okay, when, when you don't train with a purpose, with an intention, with a goal, with a plan, with a structure, then people, when they train improperly, that's what leads to the knee pain. That's what leads to joint breakdown. It's not the running itself. Okay. Cause running runners actually show that they have better quality joints and cartilage and all those good things. Yeah, but the short term trying to find the tips and tricks and hacks that sometimes leads to awkward training. And then you get some, some injuries. Exactly. So running also improves the quality of your life. Yes. It improves the quantity, the length of, you know, of your life and all of your health markers, but it also improves the quality of your life. Okay. There are multiple research studies out there and I can link to them if you guys are interested that, you know, show that running improves mental health. It decreases anxiety and depression. It can even lower the risk for Alzheimer's disease and other neurodegenerative conditions. 
that is powerful, right? I think that we all have had that experience of going out for a run and getting back and just feeling better, right? Like maybe you had some stress, you know, um, on that day and you go out for a run and you just kind of feel better when you get back. You can't really explain it, but you just do. Yeah. Cause running has all of these things on the quality. So it's great if you get attacked next for three years on the end of your life, but you want to make sure that you're actually living all of those years. Well, it turns out runners are actually happier runners. Well, cause we run are naturally more active, but running decreases the instance of disability. You're, Ability to actually function throughout the day as you age is improved when you continue to run and go through your normal daily activities. Right. Finally, our number three, the qualities and strength that we develop through running carry over into the rest of our lives and they allow us to level up in all areas. This is one of the things that we love about running. This is one of the things that we love talking about on our podcast, right? It's how running and the, the lessons that we learn from running spill over into the rest of our lives, right? Because running helps us to practice commitment, perseverance, determination, like who was it, the internet that said determination before Mm -hmm. and dedication, right? It teaches us to show up on the days that we don't feel like it. It shows us that we're capable of so much more than we may have previously thought. It's not our podcast, but another podcast I listened to that the speaker constantly says that he was interviewed and somebody asked him, non-runner asked him, are there any lessons that you've taken away from running that you've applied into your life? And he said, yep, all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's such a carryover and it can help us you know, set goals and realize that we can commit to things that we may have never really thought possible. That applies so much out of running into our rate, into our real life. Yeah. And this is the thing though, you know, that all happens when we train for a purpose or with the purpose, right? When we train with a purpose, we can get those qualities, those, the perseverance, the dedication, the commitment, setting goals, achieving them, right? But what happens when we don't train with a purpose? What what happens when we do, when we seek out those quick fixes or those results just for the sake of results? It's actually crazy to me, right? Because like we said before, so many runners, we start running because we want better health. We want to feel better, right? But so many runners actually sacrifice their health chasing their fitness goals. And I want you guys to just stop and think about that for a second and let that sink in, Okay. Many runners actually sacrifice their health by chasing their fitness goals. We get so blindfolded. We get so like tunnel vision, right? We're like, we're runners. We want to run longer. We want to run faster. And so they're like, okay, well, I need to do this plan. I need to, you know, this running trick and this tip and this hack and these things. And I'm going to sacrifice my sleep so that I can wake up early and get my run in because I want to be really fit, right? But our running and our life, they go hand in hand. You can't separate them. And one of the things that we've learned throughout the the years is that being fit is not the same thing as being healthy. And this is where a lot of runners get this wrong. Okay. In the pursuit of their goals, so many runners push too hard. They sacrifice recovery. They restrict their food and they end up injured, burnt out and sick. And other people are plagued by inconsistency, always looking for motivation to get out the door and get their runs in, right? So many people are looking for those tips and tricks to improve their running. But those, like we said before, those are short-term solutions for short-term problems. Like, sure, you want to get faster, but do you want to sacrifice your health in the process? Right. The problem is, is that it might be a quick fix. You might see briefly some improvement, but it's not healthy and it's not sustainable. Ultimately, you're going to have to pay for the shortcuts that you've taken, and it's probably going to get payment in not being able to run. So you're sacrificing your health. And ultimately, even though you may achieve a very short-term goal, you're then going to have to take several steps backwards in your fitness because your health has been sacrificed and your body and your mind is going to end up paying for it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we want you guys to understand that like, it's not just about running right? It's about what we think running and improving our running will give to us, right? It's about the longer term health and the lifestyle that we want to create. This is the best part, right? Is that by creating that first, by creating that along the way, by improving our lifestyle and starting to understand our deeper purpose for the running, we actually get those results that we want in our running. They come along with it. It's the best thing, right? Um, And that's why we want you to help teach you how to become what we like to call a real life runner. Okay. It's someone that incorporates running into their real life and their real life into their running. 
in a very healthy and sustainable way that brings them more joy and more fulfillment and results, right? The results that you want, getting faster, being able to run a half marathon or a marathon or just going out and feeling better on all of your runs. That's what we want for all of you. Right. Because your running life and your real life should not be these two separate worlds. They in fact are constantly intertwined with each other and one builds on the other. One can improve on the other, but one can also pull the other one down. Yeah. And now, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, okay, that, that all sounds great, but I don't have enough time. Right. Yeah. And that's, this is, like I said, this is one of the most common objections that we get from runners. When we start to talk about training with a purpose and a plan and an intention, they're like that, that just all sounds like too much. Right. I don't have enough time for that. But ultimately, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And yes, we are all busy people with real lives, but we all have a choice to prioritize things in our lives that are important and make time for them. It's not about finding time. It's about making time, right? Your health and your life can drastically improve through running. So by making yourself a better runner, you are going to see amazing benefits in the rest of your life, right? You have to fit running into your life in a sustainable way. And your life is different than every other person's life on the planet, right? But you're worth it. You deserve to live the life that you want and be a strong and healthy runner. Like we always say, and I have told my patients this for a long time, you can put in the time now getting healthy, or you can put in the time later going to doctor's appointments to try to manage your chronic disease. It's a choice, right? People say running is hard. People in chronic disease is hard as well. And we always like to say, you get to choose your heart. You get to choose which path you'd like to take. How do you want to use your time now and your time in the future? What is the life that you want to live both now and down the road? Yeah, hopefully you're choosing the path of sustainability. And you see that living the running lifestyle is a far more sustainable path than the one that avoids the running lifestyle that tries the shortcut and leads towards long-term chronic injuries, long-term chronic disease. All right. So maybe, maybe we've convinced you that you do have enough time if you set the right priorities, but then there's the other people that say, okay, that's fine, but I don't want to completely overhaul my life. And here's the thing you do. You just are resistant to the complete overhaul. Because if you want to change your life, it turns out that you actually have to change your life. Like if you want your life to change, if you want different results than what you're actually getting, you need to go about it in a completely different way. Doing the same thing and expecting change is not a, a recipe for success. You actually have to accept the complete overhaul. That's how you get the changes. And if you're like, I want completely different outcomes than what I've been getting, what you do want is a complete overhaul on your life. Yeah. You really do. Right. Because you have to start acting like a healthy person and doing the things that healthy people do in order to get the results. Like you can't get those results without taking action. That's just not possible. And the third thing that a lot of people are like, you know, but yeah, okay, but I'm not really a runner. Right. And, and to this, we always say like, if you run, you are a runner, right? Do you want to be a runner? What makes a person a runner? You know, is it a certain speed? Is it a number of mileage? Like if you run then you're a runner, being a runner is simply a choice. There are no qualifications. There are literally runners of every age, shape, size, gender, race, culture, and background, right? Some run faster, some run slower, but they're all out there putting in the work. So they're all runners. So you just by being on this call, I think you're probably a runner. Yeah, if you're this long into how do I run better and faster and longer, you're clearly a runner. You've qualified. So we get it, right? Because we've been there too. We have made all of these mistakes. We have made all of these excuses. I am the first one to tell you I never considered myself a runner. I was a ball sports athlete. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story here. But I definitely thought I didn't have enough time. I definitely didn't want to overhaul my life. I definitely didn't think I was a runner, okay? And that's why we know. This is why we're so passionate about this because we were there. So we want to take you back just a little and tell you where this all came from. All right. So a little background. I was a competitive runner. I got into running in high school and I was a competitive runner through high school. I ran division one college cross country and track. Um, But the thing is that my training was basically involved pushing really, really hard every single day. And eventually I was completely burnt out and had to just completely quit running because, well, I hated it. 
<laughs> I was pretty much the opposite. I played team sports in high school. This is my basketball team. We were the Fab Five my, in basketball because there was five of us. Um, and I hated running. Like running was punishment for me. I started running a little bit in college here and there to try to lose weight and get in shape because I wasn't happy with the way my body looked or with how I felt. All right. So that's, that's your lovely that's graduation me. picture. <laughs> um, after graduating college, I got a degree in chemical engineering and I was working as a chemist. Um, I, but it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't enjoyable. And I actually got a second job, part-time job as an assistant coach in track at my old high school. And that's where I started feeling a little bit better. I loved running and I loved helping other people with their running. That's why I got in coaching in the first place. That's why I started pursuing a teaching certificate thinking I could go back to high school and coach and teach and help other people run. Yeah. And for me, I was bound for medical school because I've always been passionate about health and helping others. But I realized in college that the traditional medical model just wasn't for me. So instead, I decided to go to grad school and earn my doctorate in physical therapy so that I could work more closely with people to help them get to the root cause of their pain, feel better in their bodies and find true health and freedom, not just cover up symptoms with medication, because I feel like that is what so many doctors nowadays do. And that is not what we want for you. I don't want you guys to have to go to the doctor all the time to be on medication. Like we want to show you a different way. Like that's why this is about so much more than running. This is about long-term health and happiness. And so I realized pretty quick after I quit running for, I think three months that I needed to keep running. I loved it. And I really needed it back in my life. I started running on my own and I coached myself pretty successfully. I coached myself to a first place finish in a half marathon and a full marathon. And I was pretty sure that I had this running thing completely figured out. I was finally achieving the levels of running success that I had always wanted. Right. And after meeting Kevin, I quickly learned that running was about so much more than losing weight and getting fit. We obviously ended up getting married and having a baby and now we have two. Right. But I started to see running as a way to challenge myself in ways that I never had before and prove things to myself that I never believed before. And that's me after my first half marathon. We only had one kid at that time. Um, and so this was kind of like everything seemed to be going great. Right. We were the healthy couple. Kevin was winning marathons. I that's was the doing finish line half marathons, right? And I was succeeding, but the thing was that I was training really, really hard and I was not getting enough sleep. I was trying to fit everything in. We got the kids. I was busy at work, which is stressful teaching high school, plus <laughs> the two kids. I was literally burning the candle at both ends because I would stay up super late grading papers and then wake up super early so I could knock out 10 to 12 miles. And it finally came crashing down. I had a series of unexplained seizures back in 2017. That's me in the hospital after one of them. And I ended up back in the hospital three separate times that year. Right. It, was, it was a low spot. And I also had a health crisis that showed me that we didn't have it all figured out. Okay. So after my first half marathon, I was so excited. I was going to do another one, but then I found out three weeks or one week later yep. that I was pregnant with our second baby. Right. And after our second baby, life just suddenly changed again with two kids. I was no longer prioritizing my health and fitness with one. I was like nailing it. Right. <laughs> but with two, it was just like, I was working. I was, I had two kids and my body started to break down. Mom guilt is real. Right. And I was, I literally remember trying to leave the house for a run and having the girls hold on to my ankles and say, mommy, don't go. Right. And when you look down at those beautiful little faces saying, mommy, don't go. And I remember walking out the door, closing the door behind me and just breaking down in tears because I, and so because of that feeling, that guilt, right. I let it completely derail me and it led to so much inconsistency for three and a half years until there was one day I was holding our youngest baby at the kitchen table and I went to stand up and I literally felt like someone stabbed me in the back with a knife. And I knew that I had herniated disc in my back. I it's obviously what I do for a living. So I just like quickly passed off the baby and sat back down and I was out for a couple of months. And I basically, at that time, I could see my health just going down the tubes and I wasn't able to pick up my kids and I wasn't able to sit on the ground and play with my kids. So it was preventing me from being the mother that I wanted to be. And this is not the vision that I had planned for myself. 
which was really kind of a rough spot. After I had my first seizure, the doctors couldn't give us an answer. They said, some people just have an unexplained seizure in their life and that will be it. And I said, great, I'm going to get right back into training. And I actually won a pretty competitive local 5k three weeks later. I still had some like bruising around my eyes from the first seizure, but I just went back to training as normal. But then I had a second seizure on the first day of school the next year. And that one broke my nose, left a little puddle in the classroom. And then I had a third seizure at home in front of our daughters. Yeah. And that was pretty much the scariest moment of my life. And as I held Kevin's bleeding head in my lap, because he had, he had like um, cut his head on the bookcase, the corner of the bookcase, all I could do is just stay calm and pray and please just keep breathing. Right. I had no control over what was happening and I just had to create a safe space and ride it out. And this was a turning point for us. Like it was the scariest moment, right? And we had been the poster children for health in our family and our community. hundred percent. Oh, it's Kevin and Angie. They're the healthy ones. They eat healthy. They're both running all the time. Oh, they're not even going to be able to make dinner tonight. They'll be a little late because they both have to get their run in. That's who we were. We were the healthy couple. Right. But apparently not, right? Like what's going on here? Why are our bodies failing us? We're young. We're like in our thirties here, our early thirties. Um, and we thought we had it all figured out, but this was showing us that we didn't. So what happens now? What is our life going to look like? I was confident that I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life. And I had no idea what running was going to look like. Maybe I wasn't going to be able to run. If I could run, was I ever going to be able to train the way that I was used to training? Could I get back and run a a 5k, let alone a full marathon. I just won one. And now I thought, am I maybe not even going to be able to run again? Right. So this was the moment that we realized that there is so much more that goes into health and running than just pushing hard all the time, right? It's more about just losing weight or achieving a healthy BMI. Yeah. And sorry, I got a little lost on on that one. I get the, the, refresher back to this point in our lives is, is kind of pretty powerful for us. Um, running is part of our real life and we needed to create a lifestyle where we could actually be supported as healthy runners. That was different than a normal healthy lifestyle. This was the healthy running lifestyle that we needed to create. Right. Because running is a way to better ourselves as human beings, right? To become the best best version of ourselves and to forge a new identity. And so we started making some changes. We committed to ourselves and to running as a whole, as a big picture. We listened to our bodies. We started to rebuild the foundation. We did all sorts of research and focused on all aspects of ourselves, all aspects of our lives, not just running life, not just life outside of running, but how do they go together? And we trained different. We focused on strength training. We focused on the importance of recovery and sleep and nutrition. We saw that running was a way that we could improve our lives, but also that our lives were in fact a way that we could improve our running. Our life wasn't a pullback from running. Our life was how we could improve our running. Right. We got very clear on our purpose, right? When we finally realized everything that we needed to incorporate into our training and committed to doing it without sacrificing the rest of our lives in the process, everything changed here, right? Because it wasn't a sacrifice to start eating healthier. It wasn't a sacrifice to start getting more sleep. All of those things went together to make us healthier individuals and our running improved in the process. It was a win-win situation. Right. It's not like the running suddenly trailed off and we petered out. Like I completely overhauled my training. I focused on the recovery. I stopped pushing so hard every single day. Like, oh, I feel kind of okay. Let's push really hard today. And then I went on and I won the Key West Half Marathon. Like that's me crossing the finish line down there. I showed that I didn't have to completely sacrifice my health And yet I could still achieve the running goals that I wanted. Right. I rehab my back because I did what I do as a physical therapist. I integrated strength training and the other essential elements into my plan. And I've PR'd in in 2019. I haven't done a lot of races. I will be honest with you guys, because obviously a lot of races have been canceled, right? But in 2019, I PR'd in every single race distance for the last two years. Like, so for 2018, 2019. So that showed me that not only am I a runner, I'm a runner that has untapped potential despite my age, despite having two kids, a job, a lot of other demands on my time, right? Running has allowed me to challenge myself and prove time and time again that I am 
capable of more than I thought I was. But we've been able to run stronger, faster, and longer by putting in less time by putting in less effort devoted to our training. It's given us more time in the rest of our lives. It's given us more happiness. It's given us a greater connection to our family, to our friends. We're getting to be the amazing examples to our kids, to show them the benefit of the healthy lifestyle, not of how many miles can I rack up in a week, but a full healthy lifestyle so that they can grow up to be healthy, so that they can grow up to not feel limited. Right. And even more than that, now we are able to work with other awesome runners around the world to achieve the same things in their lives by teaching them our proven framework and guiding them to become real life runners. Okay. So now you get it. Training with a purpose is the best way for you to run faster and longer without injury and live the healthy life that you want, right? So now we want to kind of go move forward from this and start showing you guys what are those ingredients, okay? You understand that you need to train with a purpose, but what does that exactly mean, okay? So don't worry, stay with us. You know, we've got three days of training for you. We're going to map it all out for you. But today we want to start with the first ingredient, okay? The first ingredient that you need to train with a purpose is mastering your running mind, okay? Your runner's lifestyle and training with a purpose begins with an identity. It begins with who you are because everything in our life that we do begins with a belief in who we are or who we want to be. And most of the time it's both, right? And so the thoughts that we think, like, I don't have enough time, I need motivation, those things will hold us back from doing the things that we need to do in order to get results in our lives, right? But when we start to master our mind and start to believe in ourselves more, start to give ourselves and practice thoughts that are more empowering, practice the thoughts that are going to get you out the door, that are going to make you feel more committed, that are going to make you feel more determined, more courageous, more resilient, right? Those feelings that are actually going to lead to the actions that you need to take and give you the results that you want, all of that starts in your mind. All of that starts with your thoughts. So the, the question is, who do you want to be? What is the life that you actually want to live? And you could come up with a real quick answer and be like, I want to run faster. But take a second and actually come up with a deeper answer to who do you want to be and what is the life that you actually want to live? I want you guys to think about that and let us know in the chat. Okay, let us know. What do you want? And so here it is. The number one shift and the most powerful phrase that you can start to use to rewire your thinking and completely transform your life is I am. Okay, these two words tell your brain who you are and who you are determines how you live your life. If you tell yourself that you're a smart person, you are going to act like a smart person. If you tell yourself that I am a mom, I'm going to do the actions of a mom. It's not the actions that make me a mom. It's accepting the identity that I am a mom. And so I have to act like a mom. I've got to take care of my kids, whatever that definition is for you. Right. Right. So it's really important that you are careful about what words you put after the incredibly powerful words. I am not a whole lot of letters there, but I am. And what comes next determines how you behave in every aspect of your life. Right. So if you tell yourself I'm lazy, if you tell yourself I am slow, you're going to act like a slow runner. You're going to act like a lazy person because that's what you're telling yourself. Your brain is simply a machine that tells your the rest of your body what to do. It tells you how to think. So basically what happens is if you tell your brain, I'm lazy, your brain's like, okay, I'm lazy. So therefore I'm going to do the things that lazy people do because that's what you're telling me. That's You're telling me that that is the kind of person that I am, right? So if you start thinking to yourself, I'm unmotivated, your brain's like, cool, got it. We're unmotivated, right? So that when it comes time for the actions, you're like, Um, I don't really feel like doing this. Oh, that's because I'm I'm unmotivated, unmotivated, right? So it always goes back to that. Okay. So everything you do, like I said, comes from your identity. So you have to start to shift your identity first and then your actions and your results will follow. So here's your first step in the chat right now. We're going to wait for you. I, I want you to type, I am a real life runner and I'm ready to run my life. Okay. Go ahead and type it in the chat right now. 
I also want you, if you have a piece of paper, write that out too, because it's even more powerful when you write it down in your own handwriting on paper with a pen or a pencil, right? Like there is a very powerful connection between writing something down and putting it into your brain. There it is. All right. Sarah's our first winner. I am a real life runner and I am ready to run my life. Yes. From Maryland and Colin. Yes. It's a double I am statement. I am a real life runner. I am ready to run my life. Still waiting. Come on, people. Give it to me now. You guys have to buy into this. This is the number one key. This is the number one shift, okay? Everything that we're going to teach you in days two and three builds on this, all right? If you don't accept the identity of runner first, it doesn't matter if we tell you how to train better. It doesn't matter if we tell you how to how much how many hours of sleep you need, um, exactly how to fuel for your runs, exactly how to um, how many miles you need to run per week, and at what pace. And you know this um, strength training exercise that we're going to show you. None of that matters unless you accept that you are a real life runner, that you are a runner, and you are ready to take control. You are ready to take charge and responsibility for your life, for your results. Okay. That is yes, Marilyn, after a tragic life incident, I am still a runner. Yes, because it is a part of who you are. That's what we want to help you guys understand. That is the number one shift and ingredient for your success is taking on that identity, taking on the life that you want to live, getting clear on that purpose. Right. And then the rest of your training will be a beautiful, like it'll just fall into place. Okay. We'll show you how to do it, of course, but it's none of it is worthwhile unless you make this shift because you have to accept 100% responsibility for your results, for your actions, for the thoughts that you think. And you need to understand that all of the thoughts in your life are optional. You get to think whatever you want to think about yourself. You get to think whatever you want to think about your running. You are allowed to believe in anything you want. And all of the past evidence that you have telling you that it's not possible or telling you that it needs to be hard or telling you all the things that are untrue, all those little common mistakes that we talked about before, all of those are thoughts and beliefs that we're going to help you let go of. Okay. Right. But if you don't fully buy into this thought of I'm a real life runner, not just I typed it in the screen because she said that I needed to type it in the screen, <laughs> but you have to fully buy into this, completely commit to, I am ready to run my life. Otherwise, all of the other things that we're going to provide for you, because we got two more days of training, but all of it will simply fall into the category of tips and tricks because there'll simply be, oh, new tools that I can throw in my bag. But if you're not fully committed to I'm a runner, then you're going to find some way to not have enough time to incorporate them. You're going to find some way to lose the motivation to actually keep your training going because you need to fully buy into that you are the runner who can run their own life. Yeah. And like going back to where we started earlier today, some of the things that you said you wanted to accomplish, right? You want to run a half marathon. You want to run a marathon. Why do you want to do those things? Right? Think about it. What is the purpose of those things? What will those things help to give you? What do you think you're going to gain from doing those things? Let us know in the chat. I'd love to hear it. This is not a wrong answer to it. Mm -hmm. It just needs to require a little bit of focus and a little bit of thought. Just saying, I want to run a marathon and not thinking about your why is a really tricky way to run a really long distance. Yes, Dawn, I am a real life runner and I'm ready to run my life. Nutrition, strength, flexibility, and running. Oh, and a bit of patience so that I don't re-injure myself again. Yes, again, that all goes back to the head, right? Like everything here between the ears, like, because we sometimes get very stubborn as runners. I know I do, right? Like we get stubborn and we want it now. We want, we live in a culture of immediate gratification. We live in a culture where we want it and we want it now, but running or yesterday, (laughs) but running is not one of those things. You cannot shortcut this stuff the way that we can, well, you kind of can, 
you kind of get. We're going to show you the shortcut because we're going to show you how to stop getting injured and how to stop being inconsistent. We're going to give you the tools that you need to be consistent and to do it without injury. So that is kind of the shortcut, right? Because you're not going to keep having to fall off the wagon and get back on, fall off and get back on, right? So yeah, that is the shortcut, but you still have to put the work in. Two steps forward and two steps back is not actually progress. Right. And that's the that's the plateau that a lot of people find them on. People are like, oh no, my running's just been at this, but it hasn't. Yep. It's just been up and back and up and back. It never gets above the baseline. And so it seems like a plateau. Right. So you guys, this has been so much fun hanging out with you today. Thank you so much for all of you that have joined us live here. You've stayed the whole time. Before we wrap this up, there's a couple of things that we want you to do. Okay. So number one, ones, easy ones. make sure you download the workbook. Okay. So that you can gain the full benefits of this training there. The workbook is found both in your confirmation email when you first signed up and it's also on the replay page. Okay. So after you signed up, you got taken to the, what we like to call a directory page. Okay. The, uh, the training page had that short introduction video underneath that video were your three steps to add the dates to your calendar, to download the workbook and to join our Facebook group. Okay. So if you haven't done any of those things, there's, there's the link right there. Um, the, the link to our Facebook group, actually, I should put that into the chat. Um, but again, that's on that page. I can put the link to that page in the chat box because we want you to make sure that you bookmark that page. Okay. After this, um, live training is over. We're going to upload the replay. So if you want to go back and re-listen to anything that, you know, maybe you want to hear for a second time around, you can do that. If you want to go and, you know, fill out the workbook, um, you can do that too. All right. Filling so, out the workbook is huge. It's yeah. where you're actually going to sit back and say, oh yeah, I should think about my purpose. I guess I'll do that later. Take out the workbook and actually take the time to do the work so that you can transform your run. Right. Because you guys, like we said, this is about so much more than you're running. This is about your health. This is about your long-term health, your long-term lifestyle, and the choices that you want to make about the life that you want to live for yourself. We want to help you live an active and healthy and fulfilling and exciting life. You know, however you define that, that's on your terms, but we want you to be able to make those choices for yourself and not be limited by pain or any of this baloney, like chronic disease and things like that, that would make you go to the doctor and not be in control of your time. We want to give you the confidence and the control so that you can take back and feel empowered to, you know, run the way that you want to run and live the way that you want to live. Okay. So to run your life, I feel like to you run might your actually life. Yes. All right. So our next training is next Tuesday, December 7th at the same time, 4 PM Eastern standard time. Um, so for those of you in England, that's 9 PM. Thank you for staying up and joining us. And we're going to be talking about some more of the most common mistakes that runners make. We, we addressed some of them today. We're going to be going over a couple more tomorrow, how to start living like a runner. And then the other two essential ingredients that all runners need to build their running lifestyle, start training with purpose and achieve running success. My doctor told me I should stop running after my knee surgeries. Yeah, Denise, a lot of doctors say that. And I, I, I bet have, your doctor's not a runner. I have met runner after runner after runner that have, that have gotten that same advice and they are running and they aren't in pain. And again, it goes back to some of the keys that we're going to talk about in the next training. Okay. So make sure you guys join us live on Tuesday. We're going to be talking about how exactly you can start running with less pain. Um, She's still running. There yeah, you go. I don't know if he is or not, but I'm still running. There we go. Well, we will show you some more, like more ways that you can do so without pain. Okay. And I just, before we end, I have to read this. I, um, one of our current running clients, I meant to read this before and I forgot because I, it just happened today. Okay. I got to pull it up here. Um, I want to give you guys a great, um, idea of something. Okay. Let me know if any of you can relate to this. Okay. She wrote, I think this is my 10th week with real life runners training program. It's been a challenge changing my training mentality. I've always believed I had to push myself harder and harder every run. I used to believe that all of my runs had to be faster than the run before. That way of thinking and training always ended with me injured or defeated or feeling hopeless. So many times I've quit following a training, be plan, training plan because why bother? I used to end up thinking maybe I'm not meant to be a long distance runner. I actually retired from half marathons. 
The last one I did was in 2017. Being a part of Real Life Runners Training Program has gone against everything I used to believe. (laughs) That's what we do, okay? Um, That easy runs is where I will make the most progress. What? How? This has been excellent practice for me to trust someone else's expertise. It's been excellent practice to take direction. It's been excellent practice to let go of my old beliefs and old ideas. Progress is happening right before my eyes, and it seems unbelievable because I am not pushing myself every run. I decided 10 weeks ago to invest in myself, and so far their training program has allowed me to progress without any injury. As a matter of fact, my hip stiffness and soreness has gone away. Is this a plug for real life runners? Absolutely. <laughs> How bad do I want it? Bad enough to pay for running coaches. So that was a post from one of our current clients on her Instagram today. Um, and I just had to read that to you guys because that's what we were talking about. Like exactly, right? Like motivation, pushing too hard, all of those things. And, she did when, you, and when you trust us, we can show you the way. I promise you that, okay? All you have to do Again, be open, trust the process, come with us because we will guide you there. Okay. Don, thank you for joining us. Thank you for committing to yourself. I want all of you guys to just take a minute and just acknowledge yourself for taking this time for you. Okay. It's going to pay off in dividends and rewards that you won't even believe. All right, you guys. Thanks for joining us. We will see you on next Tuesday. All right. And feel free. Okay. This is a three-part training. Invite your friends. Okay. If you think that anybody else would benefit from this training, we're going to upload the replay right after this. Feel free to invite your friends to come and join the party. All right, you guys. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to head over to realliferunners.com forward slash live so you can sign up for parts two and three of this live training this week. Come and join us. This has been the Real Life Runners podcast, episode number 228. Now get out there and run your life.